Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, I'm sharing a dream from Tiffany that has to do with organizing shit with your ex-husband and eighth grade graduation VHS tapes. Oh, we also have some great catnaps this week about sticking your fingers where they shouldn't go, squid racing, feather mountains, and Willie Nelson the dog thief? I don't believe it. Well, you're going to want to stick around to see if you believe it or not. And also, I'm talking about this cool Lego franchise called the Dreams Collection. All right, Bessie, hit your cart to the fastest squid, and let's get started. Woo! Hi! Uh, I, lo- I love your shirt. It is, it's like oh. tropical flowers. It's gorgeous on you. You look beautiful. Oh, look at thank you. you. I like you. You have a nice red on. Pow! I have. It's a Margaritaville. Oh, yay! Represent. <laughs> Represent. That's right. I have to. I have to. Good. Speaking of Margaritaville, I'm going to jump into this dream right away today because there's a reference in here, I think, that matches my shirt, perhaps. So, Uh-oh, okay, let's do here, it. Here we go. <laughs> Waste no time today. <laughs> no, no time. We're jumping right in. <laughs> this dream is from Tiffany, and she's from Dubuque, Iowa. Uh, oh, I, okay. All right. It starts with my ex-husband, Doug, showing up to my house with truckloads from the bin store of boxed items. Okay. He was planning on selling the items. There were a ton. There were all (laughs) sorts of different things, including Christmas knickknacks, a cheap Chinese oxygen tank and mask (laughs) that that I couldn't figure out how it worked. So I just thought it was a scam product that you'd get off of Sheen or Timu. But they're oxygen mask. (laughs) You know, you get those from the bin store all the time. All the time. (laughs) I mean, they're medical grade, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. like anything from Dollar Tree and Five Below is. Sure. Good. Sure. There's probably more poison in it than it's worth. Yes. (laughs) She says there are countless other niche items. (laughs) After sorting through all the truckloads of items, there were a few items I decided to keep. Oh. The first were two soft-sided Jimmy Buffett coolers, one small Aww. and one large. <laughs> that makes sense. I would keep those two. <laughs> Why would you get rid of such a thing? It's going to be like no. worth money someday. Exactly. The second item was a vintage Fisher-Price Little People set that included <gasps> the house and the barn, but no airport, unfortunately. Oh, by the way, do you remember those? Did you ever have those Fisher Price playsets? Like the my grandma people? had them. Yes, my grandma had them, and that was like go over. That was one of the toys you could expect to that play with. Was oh yeah, yeah. That's How it. about you? Oh yeah, I remember my aunt had yeah. a set that we play at our house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone in the family had it. <laughs> Someone it was, always had it. <laughs> I, I can picture it exactly. Yes. Little, there was an A frame. There mm-hmm. was a schoolhouse. Yeah. yeah. No airport. No airport for Tiffany. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, nuts. <laughs> oh, nuts. 
She says, though, I was excited in my dream to have these for my grandchildren. Aww. The next item I chose to keep were photos from my eighth grade graduation that I've never seen before. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep them. (laughs) I proudly showed them to my daughter, Lucy, who was in the dream a little girl, and in real life, she's 18. (laughs) Some people in my photos I couldn't remember, but there was one grade school friend in the photo who stood out to me, and her name was Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. There's so many Jennifers in the 70s. How many Jennifers did you know? Yeah. Well, my middle name's Jennifer, so. That's true. (laughs) Were you in Tiffany's photo? Were you Tiffany's friend? I was not. (laughs) Nope, nope. I also saved a VHS tape of my sister Shannon's eighth grade graduation. Why is she so obsessed with eighth grade graduation? Lots to do with that, but good thing she found it in the return bins from Amazon. (laughs) Good thing. In the video, our Uncle Jack was doing a reading at church. On the same VHS recording, there was also some 1980s cartoon with a black cat or some kind of cat in it. Okay. Like, do you still have, wait, pause. Do you still have a VHS, like, player? No, like a no. VCR. Yeah, yeah. A v- yes, that would be called a VCR. A VHS goes in a... Okay, let's explain this to our youngers. A VHS is a tape that goes into Big a tape. VCR. Yes. And then, yes. It's about, I don't know, six inches by three inches yep. by one inch. Sure, about that. Slide it right in and it plays the film miraculously right on your TV screen. <laughs> Yeah, miraculously, you just had to have the cables. But then you also had to, like, rewind it and fast forward. You always had to rewind. You had to find the input button or put it on channel three for some reason. (laughs) Can't forget channel three. Okay. And then the other thing with those tapes is you would use them. So in my household, it was like um, Home Improvement's TV show, Days of Our Lives, um, Something probably my parents had recorded. And then some cartoons, Saved by the Bell. That's Uh, impressive. I don't know. The best thing about VHS tapes was being able to make your own mixes on Mm -hmm. your VHS. Because, like, you have a DVD. um, Like, I burnt DVDs, like, of videos I made and stuff. But it's not like you put more than one movie on a DVD. Like, a VHS, some of my favorite memories would be, like, the VHS that had Rocky Four and Mannequin 2 on <laughs> it. And I'm like, we got... Nice. I mean, not Mannequin 2, just Mannequin. I meant Mannequin also, because yes. Mannequin 2 is <laughs> terrible. But, you know, there was always those tapes that you're like, oh, yeah, put that one in. That's got like, it's four on, movies on night. it. Yep. Whole night. Sleepover. It's a sleepover. Sleepover. Pate. Maybe we should find a VHS tape <laughs> or a... A VHS player uh, for uh, our uh, sleepover. Yes. Watch. I don't know. Maybe Ooh. if you can find that tape of Rocky Horror and Mannequin, then it's going to be <laughs> no, a wild, Rock- wild night. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Rocky Horror. Oh. <laughs> Talk about the boxing movie. Both Rocky. good. Both, Both good. awesome. Both Hashtag. awesome. Hashtag. Hashtag. What, what does Tim Curry dream? Yay. Yes, because I love Tim Curry. I love Tim there's Curry. There's a lot too. you could go with those two movies. I'm so I'm so oh. glad you picked Tim Curry. <laughs> I know there oh. there really were a lot of um, choices there, but God, Tim Curry, I think would have some amazing dreams. Let us know, please. Oh, what's, okay. So what? So here's a question: What's your favorite Tim Curry film? Well, it's probably Rocky Horror Picture Show, but I mean, 
he was so good as Pennywise in the original It. Oh, right, right. Oh, Ooh. he was so good. Mm. And I mean, he's he's good in Home Alone 2. I mean, I know it's just a little... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, he's good in everything. How about I'll, you? I'll take the clue, Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll take mm-hmm. Tim Curry, yeah. really. Any way, any movie. Any, any way, shape, or form. <laughs> just let us know what you dream, Tim. Tim, baby. Please. Timothy. Timmy. Timmy Tim, boy. Timmy. Tim, Tim, Timmy boy. <laughs> Yes, getting back Tiffany. to Tiffany's dream here. Okay, so we moved on from the VHS. For now. <laughs> For now. As I set aside these items to keep, and I assess the mess of the items, it is then that I see my ex's sister Dawn was there with her husband Mark as well as their kids. Oh. Doug and I told them they could keep whatever they wanted <laughs> as long as it's not her eighth grade VHS date. That is yes, taken already. no. And Mm-mm. the Jimmy Buffett coolers also taken. in the reserved pile. Yeah. Taken. <laughs> After the group organized it all, Doug says there was going to be another truckload dropped off for his sister ah! Patty's mother-in-law, and we needed to help organize that one, too. Now, that's so many truckloads. How many is that? <laughs> uh, at least three, at, uh, I'm guessing. And more three. than one is enough. Yes. <laughs> right? If it's like a bin store, you're just, you don't even know what they are. You have to open the boxes and then assess and what it's go through. worth. Yeah. And, oh, it's too much work. No. Mm-mm. At this point, I was exhausted from helping for a countless number of hours. Yeah. I told Doug he needed to learn how to sell on eBay because I was not going to do that for him. <laughs> Doug took off for a while, but I was told he was at another bin store picking up Damn another it, load of things. Stop buying bins, Doug. <laughs> and then I woke up. Oh, good. Thank God. I thought she was going to have to do another one, and I was tired for her. (laughs) I was tired, too. And then she just adds, I was wondering if the thunderstorm I remembered was in my dream or if it was real. I looked outside the window and saw it. I'm just thinking, do you have to sort through all those bins in the rain, too? God, it's not only exhausting, but it's wet. Ugh, and probably (sighs) cold. I looked out the window and saw it had stormed overnight in real life. And that well, that part we understand, but wow, <laughs> wowie, wowie, let's get into it. And I mean, I don't know where you want to start, but I'm curious about this eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fascination, both of her own and her older sisters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'll let you get started. <laughs> Before I get into the interpretation of this dream, I do have to disclose Tiffany <laughs> is my sister. My older I knew sister, it. <laughs> one, the next one of them, sister. Yes, she's six years older than me. So it was funny because I was sitting there working on editing the podcast, and she had text. Nope, that's not what happened. I was laying in the. <laughs> I'm like, wait, where was I when I read? Her You're text? like, I'm totally lying. <laughs> I nope, that's not true, Mindy. Stop, stop calling fibs. Stop. I was laying. <laughs> I couldn't remember where she, where when I where I was when she texted. Okay. I was laying in bed. Okay, <laughs> I had just woken up and she started texting me. She just texted me this long like uh, Apple note about oh, yes. Yeah. Like um, she must have gone and was just like just typing things. it out furiously, just like, like bullet uh, points. Bullet points, yes, bullet <laughs> points of of items. And so, like, of course, I'm completely interested in this. Not only because it's a dream, but it's also my sister, right? And to analyze a dream where you know someone I think is a little bit different because you have a little more insight into their you lives. You do. Mm-hmm. You do. 
Yeah. So just to give everyone a background, I did ask if it was okay if I shared her story on the show. And she said, absolutely, it's fine. My sister has been going through a battle with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. She uh, recently had a, a double mastectomy. And right now she's doing radiation therapy mm-hmm. um, about an hour and a half away from her home. So Monday through Friday, she is staying in Iowa City doing her radiation treatments and then going home on the weekend. So her life is a little bit chaotic right now, just you I know, would dealing with a lot so. of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she is doing good. She's doing good. great. Spirits are good. And you good. know, also having the double mastectomy is, you know, preventative of more, hopefully future exactly. issues. Yeah. So she was texting in the morning. And the first thing I said to her <laughs> was, it, it's not a surprise you dreamt this. Because the one thing I took out of this dream, first and foremost, was the amount of junk, the amount of stuff that is clouding up this dream. That's all it is, is junk, really, except for like three things. It's on top of stuff, on top of stuff. And it's never ending. And so I said, that's not surprising to me because what you're going through in your life right now, it feels like a thousand things are being thrown at you. Yes. Not only is she dealing with her cancer journey, but also her twin daughters who are 18 just went off to school her husband (laughs) had surgery recently so I feel like she's in a state of her life that it just it lines up like she's just getting shit thrown at her in real life and she's getting shit thrown at her in her dream it's chaos on all accounts yeah it's just chaos around her now, I did find it interesting she brought up our Uncle Jack. So, yeah, is a little bit of background. Jack is my dad's brother. My dad okay. had twin brothers, Jack and Jean. So, one of them, Jack, showed up in the stream. And so, I asked her. And this is why I love doing this one because I had an opportunity to, like, ask questions, like, follow-up I questions. do. I have – is that where Jack is named after? Her son, Jack? Yes. Yes. Yeah, her son, oh. Jack. It's a namesake from our Uncle Jack. So Okay. So, she's close point. enough to him that – she would name one of her children after him. Yeah. Thus, dreaming of him would be normal. The follow-up question I asked her was, when you think of Uncle Jack, what types of thing? like, what rem- what reminds you of him as a person? Like, yeah. what kind of traits of him? When I say Uncle Jack, like, what, what reminds you of him? And she, this is what she answered. He was always kind, but I can't see him doing a reading in a church. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? No, a little bit more. <laughs> no, my Uncle Jack was not like, he was kind of despondent from the, he kind of removed himself from the church. And so yeah. it was interesting. It was him that was doing the reading in my sister's eighth grade graduation video. Yeah. Um, she also mm-hmm. says, when I saw him in the video in my dream, I did a double take because I see a lot of our dad and him looking similar now. Oh, uh, um, yeah. They look alike. And so, of course, since our dad does the lectures at church, it reminded me of him and our grandpa. Like, they all kind of look, they have the same look. So, my, my yeah. dad looks like my grandpa, and they look, he looks like his uncle. It's like, as my dad <laughs> ages, he looks more like my uncle and my, my grandpa. So, maybe it was something like that, bringing it in. Like, my dad yeah. reading at the church, and now she sees Uncle Jack as such because they look so much alike. Yeah. And then finally, she did mention, she says, I do have way more dreams about my ex, Doug, than I do about my current husband, Jim. I was going to say, it's interesting that <laughs> she was dreaming about Doug, too. Yes. But yeah. like, next, Doug 
could she probably still has a ton of stuff from him too especially since they have children together you know there's they're always going to be in each other's lives and there's probably residual stuff (laughs) just more stuff (laughs) more stuff emotional baggage stuff Just kind of a background of her relationship with her ex. They do have a very amicable relationship. Yeah. And, you know, they move their their kids into college together. You know, they're yeah, they go back and forth between, you know, houses. They'll they'll hang out for occasions with the kids. Like it's not like a, one of those ex situations where it's annoying Bad. or stressful. But yeah, it is interesting that she does dream of her ex mm-hmm. more than her husband. But I texted back. I said, I do. I do the same. Like Mark's in my dreams, but I have a lot of dreams with my ex. But it, yeah. my ex in my dreams, I am stressed. I am pissed off. I am ready to murder <laughs> someone. I am annoyed. <laughs> and she, I wonder she why. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's never pleasant. It, no, it's never a good. Like, oh, I wish I was back here in this situation. It's like, no, you're making me. You're just bringing all my stress into my dream world. <laughs> yeah, I don't need it. I don't no. need it. I don't like it. I don't need it. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, as I was kind of texting her my on-the-spot analysis of this dream, this is what I'll share. The chaos, the the junk upon junk is just her life right now piling on each other. In that situation where all this stuff's being dropped off, and I, I just picture it as her front yard. Just like truckloads <laughs> just being dumped yes. there. They got to organize it. It's just so much work. And there's also a lot of people there. It's like Doug, yeah. her ex-sister-in-law, her husband, their kids, her dog. Like, yeah, there's, there's so many people, people there. So it's... It's distracting. It's it's overwhelming. Oh, yeah. But who's piling it on her in her real life is my question. You know, I, I don't think it's her ex, you know, even though it's portrayed no. that way in the dream. I don't believe it is. I think it's life. Is it? Is it she's taking on too much stuff of, on herself at this point? Absolutely. I think 100% it is. <laughs> so she's dissociating her ex-husband, but it's really her putting all of this responsibility on herself right now. And she does, though. She does she have does. a lot She's that type of person. going yeah. on. And she does have a lot of responsibility and stresses that can't just be, like, put on the back burner. So she's really going through it. And she has to. Yeah. And I ask, and I ask her, do you feel like you're not doing enough right now? I mean, you have, enough, you have so much going on, but are you feeling that you're still not getting through what you want to get through? Her kids are off at college. She has her battle of cancer. She's yeah. got... Uh, she has to move into a like a, a hope house every week. Yeah. She's still working full time. I think this dream's telling her st- rec- you're recognizing the fact that you're overwhelmed and you're stressed. Right. You got to take some time to just take a step back. Yes. Send those trucks so turn those trucks around. Send them away. You're not taking any more bids, dog. <laughs> You got to learn how to use eBay because I am not doing this for you anymore. Not holding your hand. Although I will take a 10% cut because I sort of organized everything, please. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but the last part I want to get to is kind of the sorting of items because I felt like there was three different sets of stuff she mentioned. One was the Christmas stuff, the Christmas knickknacks. Yes. And I see that as a, a look in the future. It's something oh. she looks forward to every year is Christmas. It's one of her favorite holidays. So is it? Yeah. It's those happy times that as the future that she's looking forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Then you got the cheap stuff from from Shein and Timu, <laughs> and she's just the, like the oxygen mask, <laughs> the medical grade oxygen mask. From, no, from Timu, not trusting it. <laughs> 
Why is it? Why is Timu pup up everywhere? It's gonna be. It's. I don't even know what it, it is. I don't. It I'm has. Ordering it's anything. everything. It's everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> and it's crazy. But I, but I don't need an oxygen mask. And if I did, I'm not mm, buying it from there. Probably not. So then we have the category of cheap stuff. And for that, I feel it's just what's the excessive baggage in her life she needs to get rid of? She's kind mm-hmm. of sorting in her dream, but is that in real life? What stresses can she drop? Because she's got so much on her plate right now. Yeah. Now, the third set of items I kind of categorized were those memories, those things she wanted to keep, the childhood toys, the VHS tapes, the photos. And is it just her kind of reflecting back on her life? Because when you go through a journey like that, it's it's hard not to reflect on your life and kind of come become aware of like your own mortality. And so is it her just kind of reflecting back on like all the important things and then her showing her daughter those pictures and that video is it her like wanting to pass on a legacy? Yeah. To her daughter. Memories. And to yeah. her kids. It could be so many different things. It really could, but it's just you're right though. It's like the you know, eighth grade yeah. graduation, you're on the precipice of high school, Adulthood. like this whole <laughs> new chapter of your life. I don't know why yeah. she I could see why she dreamt of her own, why she also picked your sisters to talk about yeah. like your sister's eighth grade graduation along with her own eighth grade graduation. Right. I mean, it is a big step. I, I, but they are very close. So having true. like four, having, we have four girls in our family. And so the oldest two, Shannon and Tiffany are probably the closest, are close together because they were close in age. And then there was six years between me and Tiffany and then six years between me and the youngest Kelly. And so me and Kelly always kind of were buddies and then Shannon yeah. and Tiffany were buddies. So it's it makes sense to me that yeah, someone she I felt guess. her memories were the same. Shannon's memories, her sister's memories were the same as hers because they grew up at the same time. That's true. I do find it another little thing interesting is that she had photos of her eighth grade, but Shannon was the VHS tape. And <laughs> right, I just like what's with the what's with the different media? Like, uh, yeah. why hmm. would she? I'm just curious. Like, why would she see hers in still photos and see Shannon's in? VHS mm. or video. I don't know about that one. Interesting. I don't know. That is that's an interesting point to bring up though. Hmm. Hmm. But thank you, Tiffany, for texting me in the morning and waking me up to share your dreams. <laughs> I love you. Yes. Thanks for letting us share it on the show. I thank you too. And I like that you woke her up. Keep her on her toes. She's a lazy one, <laughs> yeah. Miss Mindy. She's never doing like- anything. <laughs> Mornings and me are not friends. I prefer my late nights. And And I'm totally kidding. You are busy about 23 (laughs) hours a day. (laughs) Pretty much. Well, thank you, Tiffany. Guess what, bestie? We are having our 100th episode. Can you believe it? 100th episode. And we are going to celebrate with a live show. And That's if you're listening... your ass we are. Yeah, and it's going to be amazing. You just need to go to revelations.com slash live and tune in at 7 o'clock Central Time. Now, if you're listening today, it's tomorrow at 7 p.m. Otherwise, it's September 29th. Again, 7 p.m. Central Time. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> We we have we were planning this in between uh, segments here, and it is just getting more because you know how we are. 
<laughs> we like to plan things. And so it's getting more and more crazy. We've got some antics planned and it's going to be amazing. But hey, if you can't make it to the live show, mm-hmm. don't forget you can see this live broadcast on our sleepover squad. Yay! We have all of our past live shows. And the only way you can see it if you're not live is by joining our sleepover squad. And you can do that by going to revelations.com slash support. You can join for just $5 a month. $5 you can see this. Five you can't get bucks. Five fingers. We're both just holding up five fingers like you guys can five. see. Five. <laughs> and of course, I've got a pen in my hand because I always have a pen in my hand. <laughs> it's a pen. Doing, it's I don't know why. <laughs> you always have. Well, uh, I have a pen in this hand, <laughs> but I mean, it was the wrong. I have a pen in my hand all the time. Too. Five bucks. Yeah. Five bucks. And totally worth it. Totally going to be a fun, fantastic time. Bessie, catnap section. It's time for us to read catnaps. They are short dreams you submit, dream stories. They can be one sentence. They can be a little bit longer. They can be just crazy things that happen to you while you sleep. And we just want to get through a bunch of them. So, Brooke, are you ready? Okay. I've got a dream from Leslie from Kansas City. Okay. And she says this was over 30 years ago, but still remembers it vividly. Okay. (laughs) It's got to be something special then. I was walking through a field of tall grass on a hot day when I noticed something moving through the grass. Whatever it was, it was fast. Mm. Okay, pause. If if there is anything moving through grass that you can't see, it's got to be like a rodent or a snake. It can't be good. It's not going to be like a bunny rabbit. It's no, there's no something. kitten running out from this <laughs> scenario. I'm sorry. I know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. I watched as it sped by several feet in front of me and went around a 12-foot tall barber pole <laughs> and then off in a different direction. Did she say what it... Wait, pause. Did not she yet. say what it was? Okay. Not <laughs> yet. Like, did I miss not that yet. part? <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. Whatever it was went up a barber pole. Well, it went around a barber around pole. It. Let's, okay, uh, it's okay. in the grass yes, and it's and then, running oh. and it ran, runs around the barber pole. The and tall then, grass is right next to the barber shop. I, I don't even know if there's a barber shop. There's just a barber pole. <laughs> <laughs> just a random barber pole in the Serengeti. <laughs> I kept walking. Soon, another whatever it was came mm-hmm. speeding towards me. This one, however, passed about a foot in front of me. Yeah. It was a squid. Oh, <laughs> I didn't expect that in the tall Me grass. neither. Me, not usually where they hang out. <laughs> I don't think it's very adaptable to their living conditions. They might not do well there. I don't think they do well. <laughs> it was about two feet long and was suspended okay. about six inches above the ground. Oh, so can, it's a floating squid. It's a it's it's a paranormal lo- squid. It's a low-flying squid. <laughs> you got to watch out for those. They should put signs in, along the path of the tall Yeah, watch area. out for flying squids. <laughs> <laughs> flying squirrels, I get. Flying squids, not so much. It also rounded the pole and followed the same trajectory of the first one. Okay. It was then that I remembered that Kansas had just legalized squid racing. And I realized I must have stumbled across a training area. <laughs> I got my money on that second one. He seems pretty fast to me. He's fast. I, I didn't want him Charlie. Charlie's going to win. I didn't want Charlie or the other squid 
or me injured by crashing into me. So I picked up my pace to get out of the training area. Yeah. And then I woke up. Okay. <laughs> Racing. Like so glad squid racing is finally legal in Kansas. You know, it's I've been, been a keeping while. an eye on that one. I've been keeping my eye on that California one. California <laughs> passed that law quite a while ago. Long time ago. It's a little bit to catch up. Especially, you know, in the middle where we're landlocked, squids, yeah. it's a little bit of a problem. People don't understand <laughs> the need. No. Mm mm. <laughs> Now, I mean, there's lot. I mean, there's a horse racing. There's greyhound racing. There's turtle racing. There is. There's baby racing. You know where they put the little babies? Yeah. Like they crawl down to the finish line. Yes. Hmm, there's lots squid. of racing, but squids, especially on land, land and air, which are the two things they don't do well, well. with. They need think, to be underwater with no air. <laughs> do you think the, in the law for passing squid racing that they have to specify they have to be de-inked or is it? Oh, I would imagine it's too it's dangerous, dangerous to have ink. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's like, like it's like if you have to de-venomize a snake, you got to de-venomize the squid if you want to be do, safe in the do. racing world. <laughs> I mean, um, otherwise it's, a, it's an advantage because you can just like squirt ink on the guy behind him. It's it's like Mario Kart. So that should happen. It's like... <laughs> I hate that throw Mario Kart. I hate when it's and, sp- and then you spin takes out. The whole, it takes the whole screen and I can't it's see like, where the fuck I'm splat. going. <laughs> it's one of the worst things you can get on Mario Kart. It is pretty bad. <laughs> I liked that one, though. I, I liked it. Yes, thank you very much, Leslie. <laughs> All right. I've got a very short and sweet one here from Joe from Fleetwood, Pennsylvania. Okay, Joe. He says, should I be concerned about this? Just one mm. sentence. Last night I had a very graphic dream where one of my fingers did not have any skin. Oh. It's been making me wince ever since. Ooh, ouchie. What could happen? What What is this? Yeah, which finger? And what is the situation that just one was, I don't know if this is a word, de-skinned? Or maybe just skinned? Yeah. Skin. I think skin. de-skinned is the same word as skin. Skinned. Right? But Which is funny. Then does it just hang out as a bone? Like, it just is okay as a bone? Where Where did you put your finger that that caught? Just one of your fingers. And where did you stick yeah. that one finger here? Joe, we got to talk here. Where did you stick that one finger? That got, Joe, you should know better. Don't put your fingers and shit. Don't. Mm-mm, don't do it. Well, I hope Joe learns from this lesson, this lesson we gave him today. Yes. Your turn. It's nice when we take turns, you know? It's you, nice. me, me, you. We learned, we learned from kindergarten how it all works. This one, Lawrence from Philadelphia. Okay. This is always a trigger. He starts by saying, after taking some cold medicine. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I'd like we should do a study on that. We should do a that could a topic, be a topic on cold yeah. medicine, like or ambient dreams. Oh, Ugh. or Crazy. how about ambient acts? Like, yeah, we can't. I won't share too many in case we do this. <laughs> I've got some. I got some stories. <laughs> Good. Okay, so Lauren says, vault. after taking some cold medicine, I had a very vivid dream that Willie Nelson stole my dog, and I had to chase what? him across the country to get my dog back. I don't, wait, pause. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I and don't believe Willie, Willie would do that. And if Willie did steal it, it was only for good intentions. 
uh, maybe the dog needed rescuing. I I don't believe that Willie had ill intent, but Never. let me continue. Except Willie was in his tour bus and I had to drive a golf cart. <laughs> it was an entire night of me dreaming how to make Willie's tour bus stop along a highway so I could get my dog back because I couldn't get near him or the bus when he was in concert. I can't... <laughs> This is this is troubling. I like this one, especially trying to keep up in a golf cart with a tour bus. I hope I hope it's a gas golf cart because if it's electric, you you're not you're, you're not, not going far. over fifteen. It's <laughs> just very slow. <laughs> I kept seeing all of these news reports of Willie Nelson being in concert and bringing my dog on stage Aww. with him. I kind of think that's cute though. <laughs> I would get angrier and more determined to find Willie and steal my dog back. Well, is it stealing if it's yours to begin with? It's not really. He no. stole it from you, but I... He's returning it, yeah. He's, yes. Finally, I just bought a front row ticket to his show. <laughs> when Willie brought my dog on stage, I called my dog's name. The dog recognized me and ran to the stage and jumped oh. in my arms. And then I woke up. It seems the dog didn't want to be with Willie. No. I mean, maybe he just didn't like that life. Maybe, maybe that was her life. It's hard. It's, it's hard. And being in front of all those people, maybe he didn't like being on stage every what night. What do you think the dog's name was, if you had to if you had to guess? I I think his name was uh <laughs> <laughs> It's not that hard of a question, Brooke. It's, it's <laughs> no. doesn't there's no points for, no points against. It's not life or death. I think just throw the, out a name. Re- you'll know the reason. I just I I don't know why this popped into my head, and that's why I've been trying to think of something else, but I named him Poopy. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. I don't know why. <laughs> Can you imagine Lawrence being like behind in the golf cart? Going as fast as that little golf cart can go with like maybe through one of those like Paul Blart, you know, magnetic sirens on top. He's like, poopy back. He got poopy back in the end. It was a happy ending. Good job, Lawrence. Good job, Lawrence. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure Poopy's happy. I think Poopy's happy at home. <laughs> I don't see why not. Well, I'm going to take it a little dark, so get ready for Cheryl's Dream from Dansville, Illinois. Strapping in. Okay. Ever since I was little, I've had this horrible dream. It comes on every few months and scares the shit out of me. Oh, no. I am now 50, and I still have these dreams. (gasps) Holy cow. Every few months. Okay. Every few months? I am just walking around this mountain covered in what looks like feathers. A man with a dark hood cloak starts chasing me. He says a bunch of shit of how he can't wait to feel my blood on his hands. Oh, good lord. He catches me and slits my throat. And I wake up screaming and covered in sweat. Oh, that's a terrible one. I don't trust the man from Feather Mountain. I don't like the man from Feather Mountain either. <laughs> Feather Mountain, Illinois. We're not going. We're not gonna doesn't come. sound like fun and fluffy to me. Sounds like stabby to me, and I don't <laughs> care for those kind of trips. 
definitely taken off the atlas more roadmap <laughs> an atlas <laughs> the roadmap atlas we're taking it off not going to feather mountain have, it's dangerous have you seen an atlas in the last 20 years Rand mcnally come on we're, that's all i do is just read atlases when i'm bored <laughs> I seriously remember taking the Atlas out and like planning a route. Like, this is how we have to drive to get here. And this now, is an, how- an Atlas. Now, I believe it, an Atlas would be a, a collection of maps, right? Yes. An at- is, that, ro- is that correct? Is that definition? Well, I don't even know. An Atlas, um, yeah, I think you can get like per state. Sure. And maybe like a country one. I can't remember. It's been so long. But it would like show you all the highways and byways. Yeah, you got to look it up. It was in a book. Hey, Siri, what's an atlas? From Wikipedia, an atlas is a collection of maps. Oh, that's it? Okay, well, that was, I was right. That was I the, win. You win. Yes. But I, I mean, I my dad used Definition. The definition. My dad used to have it like under the car seat. Oh yeah. Legit, like with a highlighter. We he'd show me the <laughs> route we would be taking. Like you know, I do. I do credit my sense of good direction to my dad for that reason. I can be anywhere, and I'll be like, oh, that's that's the way we came, or that's north, or I usually have a very good sense of direction because my dad did make me. Well, my dad made me do it, but I um, did not keep that sensibility especially once like you could print out directions it was a whole thing like when you could print out directions and then you could just read them oh my god and then what happens now they're read to you and you don't even even better it's like it technology has made me so dumb and the last so we went from atlases what 30 years ago yeah to directions being read to you by a map that's crazy yeah crazy okay This is Jeff from San Jose. Again, kind of short and sweet, but funny. You got it. I dreamed one time that I was in preschool, and I was part of a gang of preschool boys that were all named Dylan. Oh, no. (laughs) Not the Dylan gang. The Dylan gang. The preschoolers. Even though they're four, you just can't trust them. (laughs) We were in a secret hideout who knows where, on this giant staircase. Brunette Dylan saw a giant spider, and blonde Dylan dared me to go capture it. They threatened me until I obliged. And as I started walking, blonde Dylan pushed me down the stairs. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. There's. Can you only have... You can be Dylan. Your hair? Like a red-haired Dylan, a blonde Dylan. A, I don't know what Jeff Dylan. is. I know there's a brunette and a blonde. Why is In the dream, he was named Dylan. <laughs> but I don't know so what color hair he has. Yes, I don't know. I don't know why they were all named Dylan. <laughs> but blonde Dylan pushed him down the stairs. Oh, rude. Okay. To this day, I still have no idea where anything from this dream came from. <laughs> Me neither. Jeff, no, I don't. Jeff. I don't. Jeff. But it just reminded me of our Heathers. We we all were Heather. Yeah. Heather something, oh, Heather this, yeah. Heather that. Obsessed with the movie Heathers back But we had a reason, though, for the name Heather. Where Dylan yeah. comes from? No clue. No clue. <laughs> but thanks for sharing, Jeff. They sound they sound rough and tumble. Like they're they're not they're gonna take your 
go-go squeeze and shove you down the stairs. I mean, they're preschoolers. They're vicious. <laughs> and they're just right at that right Tiny level where they're at vicious. your knees. They can just stab you in your ankles and stuff. Oh, my God. Sounds terrible. Stab you in your ankles. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. All right, bestie. As we creep towards the haunted season, spooky season, Ooh. I've got a nightmare for you from Ben, and he's from Scottsdale, Arizona. All right, Ben, let's let's see what you got. <laughs> I was on this massive ship. I think it belonged to pirates. Okay. <laughs> it was massive, the size of a cruise ship, and wow. had <laughs> it's a big, big pirate ship. ship. <laughs> that is. A lot of booty. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, and the ship was in a state of decay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Excuse me, Captain Jack, where's the <laughs> casino? Um, yeah, my there's a hole in my floor, and I can just see water. <laughs> uh, can you move these cannons are kind of in the way of the buffet? <laughs> the cannons. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Mm. I'm not sure where everyone was. I had a sense there used to be hundreds of people on that thing, but not anymore. There was only a handful of us left, maybe 20 oh. if that. And we were all hiding in the lower parts of the ship from something. This is scary. All, <laughs> yeah. All of us had our own territory on the ship, and things got ugly if you crossed into someone else's turf. Oh, no. Everyone was on guard and suspicious of everyone else. We were all hoarding rations and supplies. Some people even killed each other over them. Well, geez, then there's going to be well, even fewer people. You're on a pirate <laughs> ship. Like, what do you expect? I mean. This isn't carnival. This isn't like the nicest group of people. <laughs> don't trust pirates. You never can. They're just they're scallywags. They're all named Dylan. <laughs> Captain Dylan. <laughs> Doesn't mate, sound Dylan. that scary. <laughs> <laughs> no. Blonde Dylan. <laughs> Blonde Dylan, get the masts. <laughs> Brunette Dylan, pull in the oars. <laughs> I don't know what other. I love Pirates of the Caribbean, but I can't. I, know you I don't do. know any more pirate terms. Okay. <laughs> At one point, I was sulking around the kitchens, hoping to sneak some rations for myself when I noticed there was a foot of water on the floor. Oh, that's I yelled good. to the others, and they came running. I myself was part of a small party of maybe four people <laughs> who sort of had an alliance. A pirate oh, alliance, if you will. A pirate. A, a pirate ship alliance. alliance. A alliance. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm fairly sure my partner was there, maybe some of my friends, as well as a couple other people whose faces I can't remember, but seems familiar somehow. My partner asked what was going on, and I said, the ship had sprung a leak. <laughs> All of the noises we were making drew the other's attention to us, and the people who might try to kill us if we encountered them. I'm so confused because, like, what? has put them in this situation. Where is everybody? And where did they go? And why are they all fighting now? And what's after what, them? What's the itinerary of this cruise ship? I want to hear the announcement. <laughs> are we heading to the island in the Bahamas, the private island, and getting off mm -hmm. for a couple hours? Or do we just have to savagely kill each other? 
I I, don't I choose the first very, one. Yeah, I choose the first great. one. Yeah, I like well, that one. <laughs> all of the noise we were making drew out the others, the people who might try to kill us if we encountered them. Ugh. Everyone started screaming as we all tried to bail it out with buckets and pots and anything we could find. But more and more water kept coming in, and we couldn't figure out from where. Um, How about the ocean? <laughs> uh, ding, ding, ding. It is a boat. <laughs> I yelled something about the lifeboats, and we all made a mad dash for the upper part of the ship where they were supposed to be stored. <sighs> You could have used mm. these lifeboats to leave this very chaotic, murderous situation at any point here, Ben, but good thing you remembered them now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were more than enough for all of us, but people fought over them anyways. Ah. I finally found one and started to get everyone from my party over to it, but someone bashed me over the back of the head with something, and ah. then I woke up. Oh, no! Ugh. These That's people it. are savages. I They're mean, bad as preschoolers. <laughs> the gang of pirates, the gang of preschoolers. You know those cruisers? They just are a little bit nutty, anyways. They're a little crazy. They want their fucking buffets. They don't want the cannons in the way. I get it. I get yeah. it. They get a little testy. They get a little hangry. A they little get hangry because the <laughs> cannons are in the way of the buffet, and. <laughs> And Dylan lost at the casino. Like, he's not happy about it. I am. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't. I can't breathe. Just a quick thank you to all of our dream submitters today. Thank you to my sister, my sister, Mm -hmm. Tiffany, for submitting a dream. And thank you for everyone for sharing their catnaps. That was quite the bunch. Yes, it was. (laughs) Thank you for taking the time to share. Mindy, speaking of sharing... I would like to share with you a topic today that I find very cool. Okay. I'm, I'm excited this, for it. This is thanks to my brother who told <laughs> me about it. But little did I know that it would be so encompassing. So, Did you go I, into a rabbit hole? Were you in the hole? I was not in the hole, but I Were could you see on the, how, the, cusp of, the cusp of the hole? Maybe the cusp. The rim Maybe. of the hole. <laughs> Considering the I hole. had like the rim hole, I had <laughs> lots of notes <laughs> about the rim hole. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. This For is a about- rim hole experience. <laughs> yes. And it involves Legos. <laughs> Painful. Okay. Ouchie. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Legos. Interesting. Okay. Legos has a line. Well, let me say, it's the latest in the Lego franchise, and it's based off of a fantasy TV show that's already on air. It is called Lego Dreams, and it's, like, with three Zs, like, dreams. Dreams. So there's dreams. So the TV show is where dreams become reality and imagination conquers evil. And it's animated, but it's these ordinary high school students, Mateo and Izzy, and they stumble upon this dream world. And it's a world where everything you've ever dreamt of actually exists. But where there are dreams, there are also nightmares. (laughs) We're well aware. (laughs) We know. Our heroes must find a way to harness their limitless creativity of this fantastical world to protect innocent dreamers from the terrifying 
Nightmare King. Oh, there's a king of nightmares. I haven't met him. No, I'm glad you haven't. Okay. So to go along with the animated show, Lego has these new play sets. So it lets kids unleash their imaginations beyond what Lego has ever even provided before and harness the power of dreams again as never before. Yes. So they're based on the characters from the TV show, but the sets use... I know, it's so cool. They use story... I'm sorry. I have to pause here. I love Legos. I love following instructions, of course. So (laughs) something organized like Legos that has like, you have to put this here and that there. Like I couldn't be like the master builder, so to say, where like you just make things up with Legos. Like I need an instruction manual. Right. But God damn it. I love Legos. The sad thing is they're so (laughs) goddamn expensive. I know. They're super expensive. And it's so much fun. So much fun. But that's what is awesome about this because the sets use story-led instructions Mm. and it kind of invites kids into the action and give them, I guess, the freedom to create any creatures and vehicles they can come up with. Basically, fantasy toys are here now to unlock this dream creativity, which I think is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just the popular TV series and the Lego sets, but there are videos, there are movies, there are interactive games, there's books, Mm -hmm. there's reading, there's the building of the Legos. There's even areas within this whole new franchise about learning about dreaming, sleep habits, learning creativity, and even suggestions for parents with their kids on how to build healthy sleep habits and dreams. It is truly a franchise, man. That is a whole line. Yeah. Incredible. So the dream sets are very thoughtfully designed to inspire kids to build and play, but also to customize in their own style. Mm -hmm. So like some of my faves that I just saw are like a nightmare shark ship, a space (laughs) bus, a crocodile car or a, a pirate van. a pirate ship full of mean people that's on our cruise ship there could be that mindy you could write in a feather mountain no i don't want that one <laughs> squid races in the serengeti grasses maybe there could be a squid something it sounds like it could fit right in we've got a shark <laughs> a crocodile and a turtle already <laughs> sure some more legs on that thing and we're good (laughs) and going back to the show and the whole idea in general it's meant to reach out to everyone so there's characters for everyone on the show and to enjoy in the building so there's the so it's like a family thing like you can share this that's what it sounds like right so it's like entertaining for adults all the way down to children Everyone. Very cool. So like there's the artistic one, the fearless one, the expert, the mysterious one, you know, the confident, you know, they they all have their different Mm -hmm. personalities, which leaves the door open for everyone out there to find someone they connect with. Sure. Yeah. But here's my favorite part. And I kind of touched on this briefly, but I thought you would like this. You were talking about following the instructions and how it's very comforting to you, which I get. But eat, this is how it's done differently with dreams. So each of the okay. sets include a two-in-one called guided creativity experience. Interesting. Okay. So the instructions split into two parts. That it's allow, like a choose-your-own-adventure manual? Just, 
Just, just wait. <laughs> just, so I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, just wait. <laughs> Sorry. So it allows young builders or older builders, Mindy, to choose two different ways to build the models. And they resemble comic books. So they're now story-led, helping kids to fully immerse themselves. And before they've even finished, they're kind of already involved. Mm -hmm. And the creator of this idea, and I'm going to say this wrong, Serum Manovi Mm -hmm. described it as a choose-your-adventure moment. Yes. No. Okay. Now, now we're gonna have to get them on the podcast. We're gonna become friends. Like, obviously, they're being obsessed. Exactly. We want to know what they dream. We have a new friend. (laughs) So many questions. (laughs) Can you Um, imagine, like, working for Lego and be like, "Hold on, dreams are crazy." I have this idea because they must be. I don't know if it's he or she or they. Like, I don't know their pronouns, but they must be such a vivid dreamer themselves to come up with this idea. That's, and that's what's that's exciting. That's so fascinating to me, yes. And that's why I think this whole Dreams, like I said, franchise, how it trickles down. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just the toys or the even the show. It's all kinds of learning, all kinds wow, of tips, wow. advice. Like, it's just crazy. But anyway, back to Serum and the Choose Your Adventure moment. What we want is for the kids to see that they're not just supposed to build the perfect model as it is on the box. They're actually okay to create something on their own. It's Mm -hmm. just a simple tool to take away the fear of the blank canvas. Okay. I I get that. Yeah, totally. I think that is very powerful and how that's written. Yeah. And once they have finished building, they'll have this set, which is, wacky and beautiful and it's a blend of real world and dream world logic and it's just going to be something completely different for the kid or the kid at heart to create and build i it's very I, interesting I, I, am, I am buying one of these guaranteed <laughs> guaranteed. Um, guaranteed my kids love legos too i actually one oh, of the yeah. boxes here behind me in the basement is full of legos because they <laughs> loved Legos. I mean, it's been a little while since we played with them, but I feel like I could get, get those things and, out. Oh my God, yes. yes. Get it. Check it out. Get that shark ship. I don't know. They're pretty cool. There's villages. <laughs> like, There's lots to look at. But how it all came to be, as you know, you're kind uh-huh. of just asking, it's been in the making since 2019. And oh, it's by before far- Before this podcast even had, had started. It was before it, our, our, our number one, and we're, here we are at 100. Ah, can you believe okay. it? Crazy. All right. It's by far the most research theme Lego has ever had. Wow. So in three and a half years, they have consulted with more than 30,000 kids and shoppers on everything from story content and the play experience to the story-led building instructions. They say, we learned through the research that dreams help kids to explore their creativity and imagination without limitations. Because in dreams, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two-thirds of the kids we spoke to described dreams as being an important way for them to unlock their creativity, while also to help them process complex emotions. Fast forward, Lego Dreams was born. Wow. So someone thought enough to reach out to kids to let them know, hey, your dreams are cool. Your dreams do yeah. mean something. Like, listen to them. Like, bringing the awareness. And this line's available now? Yes. 
Okay, because yes, we, we have am. a Lego store in our in in our mall. Our big we have this huge mall by me. It's called Woodfield. And so there is a Lego store in our mall, and there is always a line out there. As soon as something's released, huge. there's like a line. Sometimes as long as the Apple Store, it's, it amazes me that people see a line for Legos. Yeah. But I think that's really interesting. Next time I'm at the mall, I'm going to check this out. Yes, and send me a picture. I just want to oh, see love if there's to. a line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Lego Dreams with their sets introduce <laughs> Lego Dreams. The Dreams <laughs> introduce not just one but two new worlds. Like we kind of talked about the reality-based waking world and the fantastical uh-huh. dream world. So each set contains the best of both worlds, mashing up different passions, resulting in models that look like no other Lego set. And it encourages kids to choose what they want to build. And they're designed to act like the characters do in the show by taking something that exists and combining it into something brand new and unique. So Mm -hmm. it's all about constantly learning to access your creativity and like problem solving skills too. Love it. The idea is that kids will be in the mind frame to continually tinker with their builds during their play. Dreaming Mm -hmm. is universal and everyone has dreams. And this is why Lego Dreams (laughs) invites all kids to partake with no child left behind. Oh, love it. Isn't it great? I love this Uh, initiative. Yeah, awesome. I kind of mentioned that it also goes into other areas where we're sharing tips for parents on how to help their kids create healthy sleep habits. Mm -hmm. And also with the advice of Dr. Shelby Harris, who's an associate professor of neurology and psychiatry at the Mm -hmm. Albert Einstein College of Medicine. Sounds like she knows her shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's... (laughs) I think Where do I you go to school? Her. Oh, I teach at the Albert Einstein Institute of Smart <laughs> you know, People. Where the and smartest of the smart go. <laughs> that is insane. I'm sure she's wonderful. Yeah, but that's why I find it interesting. They're not just bringing in like yeah. creative types. They're bringing in actual research and doctors. They're not just bringing and- in like executives. Like, oh, I have an yeah. MBA and I'm the smartest guy who graduated from Princeton. Like, they're actually bringing yeah. in people who specialize in dream. that is really yeah they're like cool. really diving into this so a quote from Do- dr harris dreams are a wonderful way for our brains to process emotions be creative and even come up with solutions to things we've been thinking about during the day dreams inspire mm-hmm. kids to see different possibilities in the world and believe in their own creative abilities totally agree a, a lot of kids also said not only was it great for developing their creativeness, but felt their dreams were also a way to help process and deal with negative emotions mm-hmm. in their day-to-day life caused by, you know, stress at home, school, sure. or Kids social media, anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is precisely why we chose to celebrate the power of dreams with our latest franchise. There's certainly not something to be avoided. And so, again, they're really pushing to pay attention. It's not just crazy, like we tell everybody. You can learn from your dreams. You Everyone really can. dreams. Everyone, Everyone dreams. dreams. So Lego also wanted to give some guidance on helping kids through nightmares because, mm. like oh, we yeah. said, when there's good dreams, there have to be bad dreams as well. Of course. It was impossible for us to ignore nightmares when devising the Lego dreams. <laughs> we, <laughs> we use nightmares as the primary antagonists with the show's heroes facing them head on. Yeah. And finding exciting ways to defeat them. So it's our like hope it. that this attitude shown by Mateo, Izzy, and the gang 
will help young viewers realize that nightmares don't have to defeat you. By confronting them with the right attitude, you can conquer them. I love this idea. Legos. <laughs> Legos. Who, and just, oh, speaking of Legos, uh, you should sponsor the show. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, so you know. that is killer. But no, smart, though. Smart to use so it smart. Nightmare is like the the bad thing, but yeah. we can control our dream. We can control how we react to something that's not yes. present in our lives. Exactly. Fantastic. I love it. The same way that the Lego dream sets can encourage positive dreaming in kids, they can conversely help kids have an open discussion about their nightmares, too. So recognizing mm-hmm. elements mm-hmm. of their nightmares through their toys or by rebuilding them with your Lego bricks can be a way of making them seem less scary. So it just all kind of falls in the line about being smart and informed about dreams, nightmares, and sleep habits. And it's it's crazy. It covers everything. It does. And I think kids hold a lot of their stress in their dreams. So if something is going on, Mm -hmm. they'll they'll bring it out as a dream to a parent or a trusted person. So opening that gateway of conversation that like we can talk about the nightmares and the things that are not good through play therapy and I, I think is is very powerful. It is. It's brilliant. And I I guess it's not a new concept, but they've taken it to a whole nother level Mm -hmm. that I just find extremely fascinating and very exciting. I know it's Legos, but I'm going to buy me some. You buy you some Legos, girl. I am. Can you imagine me like configuring Legos in my dreams? I'm like, okay, I'm on an airplane. (laughs) There's a waving chicken. There is a man in a top hat, and my seat keeps going up and down and up. Like, I, it would be very interesting, but very therapeutic. I, think, I feel like to you. I feel like we Lego would set. lose you. Like I'd walk down your basement stairs one day, and it would Mindy? just be Legos, all different things. I'm like, are you in here? It's like the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah. Like, Mark, Mark contacts you, and he's like, "You got to come. Something's wrong it's with bad. Mindy. She, it's bad. It's bad." really bad i'm like and okay I'm i'll be there, there in two hours <laughs> i'm just down there building lego sets upon lego sets somebody's like room. did you bring me some more Mindy? <laughs> did you bring I me some these, more i used these ones from the lego friends treehouse playset. <laughs> oh you got 40 bucks you got 40 bucks i gotta go get another set yeah just long. one more set just one more set <laughs> i could see it i could see it happening but thank you that what an incredible topic i did not know anything about this I know you think. So thank like, you. Yeah, cool. I so I want to thank Brett for bringing that to my attention that that even existed because I'm like that's super cool, and super like I cool. said, went in way further than I thought I ever would. But yeah, way to Join go, the revolution. <laughs> she was more than just on the rim. Um, <laughs> when when I can't. When you mentioned that your topic was Legos, I will be honest. My my reaction was, "What the fuck is she? Where the fuck is she going with this?" Because I had no idea. I was like, uh, we tr- "Well, you never we know with me." It. Sleep and dream related, but okay, we we can roll with Legos. But no, it totally makes sense, and it's really cool. So thanks for sharing. I yeah, I just and this can be part of the conversation or not i just my favorite part is to like choose your own adventure direction because like you like to read the directions you know by the book blah 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 some kids yep. might want to just do it all on their own and there might be a hybrid there so you could I, it just covers everything yeah. i love it, it does okay love it i love it too 
love Zip. Way to go, Legos. Way to go. All right, we have chit chat. Chit chat. Chit chat. Uh, hey, uh, so last week you reminded me to tell you, and we didn't get to it in the last episode, what your mm. parents got you for your birthday. Oh, yeah. And I don't think we <laughs> talked about this. So I'm still I waiting on this question for like two weeks later. Your, your <laughs> birthday was like over two weeks ago, and I still don't know what your parents got you. So well, they just gave it to me when I got okay. back because we didn't get together before my trip. But yeah, <laughs> this is over a delicious meal at the Olive Garden. Ooh, my, did you get the my, unlimited soup and breadsticks? Yeah. Are you crazy? God. So you know, I'm sidebar. I did make. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to interrupt my own Please. asking of your question. Because <laughs> I'm rude like that. I made a homemade chicken gnocchi soup that was like a copycat mm. from Olive Garden. Delicious. It's good. It's mm. good and it's in my freezer. Oh, Cheddar Bay Biscuits from Red Lobster. They have like a cheat one, too. I know you probably don't go to Red Lobster very often. I don't. I, I would. But they the, the bread they put out, it's a Cheddar Bay Biscuit. It's just a mm-hmm. fantastic. And it's not even a cheat one anymore. I think you can buy like Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuit mix. They're so Like a good. box thing. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but so I, you're enjoying your minestrone and your breadsticks and. Ah! No, salad. I had salad. Oh, salad, salad and bread and breadsticks, and my dad hands me just just a little box, and I have no idea what it is. I open it up, Cute. and it's just a box of markers. <laughs> like, it's got twenty though, twenty, oh. and I'm like, I'm like, oh, twenty markers. They know you. <laughs> I'm like. Uh, my dad knows me. <laughs> and I was so he happy. Does. Like, the restaurant probably thought it's- it was a big joke because I was, like, holding up the box. I'm like, there's 20. <laughs> 20. <laughs> 20 colors. There's you more than red, green, yellow, blue, purple, pink. And then, then we got cute. into the whole conversation about the crayon box with the sharpener on the back and stuff. Oh, and yeah. Mm-hmm. We got into it, but. Yeah, got a box of markers. <laughs> That's cute. You know, like, 43 most years old. Like, my my dad got me a box. But like your dad, know, that's the, the sweetest thing. Like he just gets you and knows you. And I think that's. It's just, adorable. it was so cute. I had to share. Like, yes. I mean, of course, it's it. a box of markers, <laughs> but I fucking loved it. <laughs> I love it too. I, and and, yeah. and we're going to use those for our yes. upcoming live show. Some way, somehow, mm. we're going to break out those all we'll 20 find of a those way. markers. We don't have to use you all 20. Worry. Thank you. Of course you do. <laughs> what what have you been up to this week? Oh, um th- it's kind of quiet week, but I will but I did want to mention a show we're enjoying. And oh, I don't know if you've please seen do. it. It's okay. called The Bear. <gasps> Love The Bear. Have you been watching it? I've only I just started it. I've only did a few you? episodes in, but I love Shameless. Love it. And so I love him. I can't remember the actor's name from Shameless. He's the lead. Yes. And also takes place in Chicago. And so does Shameless, like Southside Chicago. I love shows that take place in Chicago. You don't see him too often. Yeah. I I agree. Uh, I mean, there's all those like Chicago fire shows. Chicago Med, Chicago Fire. Yeah, Yeah. But I mean, like, usually shows take place in New York or LA or something. I that's love the thing I good- love about this. Yeah, because like when you see a, a a show or a movie that's filmed in your hometown or your home area, mm-hmm. it's like you can relate way much more. It's like, 
oh, that's LaSalle Street Bridge or, oh, that's yeah. the Alouette, you know. It is. It's very Adam Chicago yeah. friendly, too. Like, well, I mean, it's like you can tell they love Chicago. There's a lot of heart. Yeah. In Chicago. So let's take a step back. The show is yeah. about, oh, yeah. just for our best you might not know. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. We're just going on. on. <laughs> I know. The show is about a, a Michelin star chef that comes back Ooh. to his hometown to take over a beef shack in yeah. Chicago. And yeah. But the character, it's like, I love shows or movies with great character development. And I really mm-hmm. feel that with this show. Like, every character's got a story and they're so goddamn believable Yep. And so the actress that plays Sydney, who is like kind of like the sous chef, yeah. um, her name is Ao. I wrote it down because Ao Edibridi. She's a- awesome, an incredible actress. Like, mm-hmm. I love her. She's incredible. But no, the show is just kind of just kind of follows these restaurant workers. Which, if you ever yeah. worked in the restaurant industry, you know what a yeah. show it can be. Worked there and for in a plenty shitty, of years. like, and in a shitty rundown beef, <laughs> beef shack. Yes. You so, know, yeah, like you're only, so you're only in a couple episodes in or mm-hmm. through the first season. Okay. So we yeah. just, we're towards the end of the second season. Okay. And, and hopefully, you know, we got the whole writer's strike and everything, yes. which good. They deserve Absolutely. what they're asking for. So let's take a second to acknowledge that. But I hope there's a third season because so many of these shows, if this happens during a series, mm-hmm. never come back. And I hope I this know. is not one of those shows. I hope so too, because like I said, I'm still in the first season, but I'm really digging it. And these writer's strikes do a lot of good shows have gone away yes. just because timing of su- timing. And it's a shame. So let's go you, the bear. <laughs> yeah, let's go the bear. Did you get to the episode where it's one continuous shot? The tw- it's a 20-minute episode, one continuous shot. You episode. know I'm going to die I, when I watch I that. died. I looked at Mark at the end. of the- it, was, it was quick. It was 20 minutes. And I look at him. I'm like, that was one damn shot for 20 minutes. You know Incredible. Hard? That is so difficult. So fucking hard. So difficult. Oh, but it just it, – it was the episode was so stressful and I haven't gotten to it yet, so I can't oh wait. God. Okay, we're going to talk about it when okay. we get to it. But okay. Bestie, if you are looking for something to binge, binge the bear. It is on Hulu, I believe. Hulu, yes, is that right? and F- I think it's on FX and Hulu. Okay, okay, cool. Yes. Fantastic show. But Love yeah, it. that's all I had this week because I had to, I just had to give a shout out. I'm completely entertained. We, we don't come across shows that often that we just got to binge and it's one of those. I love it. I love finding a new binge show. Yes. Crackers. Seriously, we are like, we have like two, three episodes left, two episodes left until we're done. And we're like, oh, oh so good. God. Like, we can't just watch one because they're like shorter. They're like half an hour. Right. So usually. it's easy to whip through them. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that continuous shot is in the first season. So you got to be getting close. That is always fascinates me. Blew my mind. Just like. There are so many. Uh, the music. Uh. The, the like the scoring of it is just okay. We're gonna talk about when to okay. see it. Okay, yeah, because I'm like thinking about all these. I will watch other, if we're if we're ugh. if you can get to that episode before we okay. hang out. We'll watch it that night together. I can make that I, happen. Yes, let's do that because I just for us, not for podcast. Just no, just, no, like, no I want to do it. So, yes, yes. The bear. Well, speaking of animals, Mindy, <laughs> the bear. Yes, the bear. 
I say we grab our fastest squid. Yes. And we get it racing. Yes. And <laughs> I've got a harness. You've got a I don't harness. Where this is going? A yes, harness. I got a saddle. A, oh, you've got a I saddle. I saddled my. I saddled my squid. I'm ready. Okay. Well, what are you doing? Saddle up. Saddle up, bestie. And until next week. Sweet, sweet dreams, dreams bitches. Obviously, you're a professional. Not a bareback squid rider. We <laughs> dirty slut. Bareback. <laughs>